Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Ketchup and mustard. Following Stephen Ted. Ketchup and mustard. Gotta be. Just a follow. Good evening and welcome. To the John Whitmer Show, you extremists, you. Sponsored by Wake Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Very happy you joined us this evening here at your local liberal resistance headquarters. Now I want a hot dog. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> Very happy to have you with us tonight. One. 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 Hungry host, ready for hot dogs. <laughs> Thrilled to have you join us this evening. If you'd like to call in, our studio lines are open. Reach us at 316-869-1330 by email at john at knssradio.com, on Facebook, at the John Whitmer Show, and on Twitter or X or whatever you call it, <laughs> at John R. Whitmer uh, reach out. I would love to hear from you. Well, we've got, what, two days until the primary, so we're going to talk some uh, elections tonight. Uh, the food, the stu- studio lines are open, 316-869-1330. If you've got a candidate question, if you want to know, I may not tell you where uh, how I'm voting, but I will certainly help guide you if you have questions. Would love to uh, answer questions on candidates tonight. But in addition to that, Brittany Jones from the Kansas Family Voice will join us to discuss the dangers and due process violations of child sex change surgeries. Congress had very intense hearings on that earlier this week, and uh, we will we will discuss that. We'll play you some clips from the hearings. It was fascinating, a little disturbing to watch, and uh, we'll play you some of those clips a little bit later in the show. Deb Lucia. Chair of the Sedgwick County Republican Party will be with us to remind voters about the importance of voting and obviously for voting for Republican candidates in Tuesday's primary. Former Trump EPA transition team member Steve Malloy will join us. We haven't had him on the show for a while. He's going to try and explain why Vice President Kamala Harris said the United States must reduce population in order to fight climate change. <laughs> That's a new one. 
And with the August 1st primary just days away, we'll check in with Lily Wu, candidate for Wichita mayor, and Dalton Glasscock, candidate for District 4 City Council. So we've got a loaded show, and of course we'll take your calls at 316-869-1330. And you know, folks, like I said, Tuesday is your chance to vote. It's your chance to fix this. It's your first chance to correct the mistake you made four years ago. And I say you, you may not have done it, but we collectively did it. I didn't, obviously. I voted for Jeff Longwell. But it's a mistake you made four years ago when you elected a completely incompetent partisan hack to be your mayor. Tuesday is your first chance to end the disastrous reign of Mayor Farquad. Hey, Bob. Hey, I'm getting screamed at by one of your cops, and this guy just went nuts on me. He has no idea who I am. That's right. Tuesday is your chance to make sure our follically, vertically, and ethically challenged mayor only gets one term in office. Now, why should you vote out the mayor, you ask? Well, let's start with the fact that Mayor Brandon Whipple violated the city's ethics policy and had to undergo ethics training for his role in an encounter with a Wichita police officer at a neighborhood cleanup. Hey, Bob. Yeah. Hey, I'm getting screamed at by one of your cops. Who's the chief now? Who's the chief? Uh, yeah. Lynn's still the chief? I got a guy who doesn't, who doesn't know who I am. He's just screaming at me to turn around. Incredibly rude. So I'm going to uh, figure out how to report this. He's still the chief until this week. V-O-G-T. My ID is 2348, sir. 2348. And this guy just went nuts on me because I turned into a parking lot drunk. Yeah, he's right now. He's right down my ID and stuff. He has no idea who I am. Yeah. I know you who you are, Mr. Mayor. Hello, sir. Officer Vote with the Wichita Police Department. How are you, sir? Yes, sir. Can you let him pass? No, I'll go to the back of the line. I I cannot, unfortunately. No, there's a line, and there's no signage or anything. It looks like there's a wreck. I turned into a neighborhood cleanup, and I called you after this guy told me I'm no longer welcome at the neighborhood cleanup, and that now he is going to be the, uh, I guess, the authority on who can do a neighborhood cleanup and drop things off and can't, which is definitely not what we do at City Hall, and that's why you're on the phone right now, Bob. That's the complaint. Not that I need to go in the back of the line is that this guy tried to kick me out of what we appropriate for neighborhood cleanups based on his attitude and not on any facts. Hey, Bob, what an ass this guy is. And if abuse of power and having an exaggerated sense of self-importance and an extreme sense of entitlement and a need for constant excessive admiration isn't enough of a reason to vote out this little pipsqueak. Let's not forget the time he falsely claimed the cops were murdering kids. When I saw a grown, trained, armed man with 100 pounds on that kid posture up and try to kill him with a punch like that, I know that this could have been a lot worse. Yes, that's right. Mayor Whipple lashed out at police at a community news conference after an incident at a West Wichita skating rink. But without knowing all the facts and the context of the incident, let's not forget the mayor 
took to the microphone and recklessly attacked the police and implied the officer who was doing his job was trying to kill the kid, who was eventually charged with assault, by the way. And who could forget the countless incidents of immature and childish behavior we've witnessed and had to endure over the last four years as Mayor Farquaad has perched on his vinyl booster seat in the city council chamber and then proceeded to throw papers and berate both his colleagues and the public. There's a reason he has three Democrat opponents running against him. And yes, Celeste Reset is a Democrat. Even Carl Peterjohn will admit it. He just likes to ignore that inconvenient truth. Look, folks. If you don't know how, who to vote for for mayor on Tuesday, we have a number of them on the show. We've had lots of opportunity for you to hear from these candidates. For my wife and I, there are two fine choices to choose from. But there are eight better choices than another four years of Brandon follically challenged. He has openly called for raising your property taxes. He supports the asinine notion of taxing and banning single-use plastic bags. He single-handedly championed the radical LGBTQ NDO ordinance we now have in place. During the pandemic, he closed businesses and created the famous snitch line, encouraging Wichitans to snitch on their neighbors if they dared to go out in public without masks. He's corrupt. Keeping in mind his first act upon winning the election four years ago was to create the Wichita's Future PAC, a political action committee controlled by none other than his own wife. The man is corrupt as the day is long. Folks, it's time for a change at City Hall. So vote for Brian Fry, vote for Lily Wu, vote for Donald Duck, as far as I care. But for God's sake... Vote out Brandon Whipple. If you don't like who's in there, vote him out. That's what election day is all about. The biggest gun we've got is called the ballot box. So if you don't like who's in there, vote him out. We'll take a quick break and then Devolution, chair of the Sedgwick County Republican Party, will be with us remind voters about the importance of voting. You're listening to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. This is Dana Lash, and you're listening to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Wichita's violent crime rate is skyrocketing, and with over 100 vacancies in our police force, we are in a public safety crisis. As mayor, Brian Fry will increase the availability of our local police force, ensuring quicker response times to emergencies and a visible presence in every community. Vote Brian Fry for the next mayor of Wichita, and together we can keep families safe and move Wichita forward. Paid for by Brian Fry for Wichita. David Harris, Treasurer. This is Lisa Stofan. Heard the Mark Patrick weight loss hypnosis hype? Well, I attended because my father stopped smoking. I lost 70 pounds and my friend lost 20 pounds in the first two months. Wow, that's cool. Join Mark Patrick's hypnosis seminar. Lose the weight or stop smoking early bird special. Only $49.99 guaranteed. Seminar Saturday, August 12th at the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott Wichita Airport in Wichita. 
Weight Loss Seminar, 11 a.m. Stop Smoking Seminar, 2 p.m. Sign up at MarkPatrickSeminars.com. Where'd you get that grin? Right above your chin. You know the place. Puts a smile on your face. And he's the one. Frozen custard fun. Made fresh every hour. It's your happy power. Top your day. With a smile and why is everyone smiling? Because my key lime pie concretes and quartz are back, and they're bursting with zesty summer flavor. Whether you chill with the key lime pie concrete here or grab a quart to go, each treat starts with the world's finest vanilla frozen custard. Then we add whole slices of sweet and tangy key lime pie, crust and all. Oh, my peach treats are back too. If you haven't already, come try the malty, caramely peach dream concrete. It's the perfect peach flavor for any summer mood, and it's all part of the summer of smiles at Andy's Frozen Custard. Toppers Plus Truck Accessories has moved to a new location at 333 Northwest Street. We're ready to hook you up for trailer season, whether you're towing your boat, cycle, RV, or lawn equipment. Toppers Plus has receiver hitches, goosenecks, fifth wheel hitches, brake controllers, and trailer wiring. Choose from top brands like B&W Hitches, Made in Kansas, or Reese, Kurt, and Draw Type. Hitches matter. Get trailer season ready at Toppers Plus. New location, 333 Northwest Street or toppersplusks.com. Make your truck work for you. It's the 11th Annual Shriner Sportsman Event, Saturday, August 5th at the Cessna Activity Center in Wichita. 100 guns will be raffled by makers such as Browning, Sig Sauer, Ruger, Beretta, plus pistols, rifles, shotguns, and more. Your ticket to the event is your raffle ticket and includes free food from noon till 3. For a complete listing of all the raffle and auction items, visit ShrinersGunRaffle.com. Don't miss out on all the great deals and fun. We'll see you Saturday, August 5th, noon to 6 at the Cessna Activity Center in Wichita, Kansas. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. You can always listen to us by telling your smart speaker to play K. Speaking of smart, I I hope you're smart enough to know not to vote for Donald Duck, by the way, because that only helps elect Brandon Whipple. Come on, pick a candidate, hopefully one of the good ones. Make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter X or whatever it's called on that John R. Whitmer Get the latest updates on the show, and, of course, give us a call. Our studio lines are open, 316-869-1330. We'd love to hear from you. Well, voters will see a number of candidates on their ballot Tuesday, and even though these elections are, quote-unquote, nonpartisan, the incumbent Democrat, Mayor Brandon Whipple. Hey, Bob. Hey, I'm getting streamed out by one of your cops, and this guy just went nuts on me. has no idea who I am. I just have to do it. Has been endorsed, keep in mind, the Democrat has been endorsed by the Sedgwick County Democrat Party, and Celeste Reset is a Democrat who only left the party because of infighting with the mayor and his supporters. Yeah, sure, they're local, they're nonpartisan. So when do you vote? Who do you vote for? When you vote on Tuesday, rather, one key indicator you could use when choosing who to vote for or, you know, who should be the right candidate for you are who the Republican candidates on the ballot are. With us now to tell us about some of those candidates 
is Deb Lucia, chair of the Sedgwick County Republican Party. Deb, thank you for joining us this evening. I hope you're staying cool out there this evening. Yes, I am, and thank you very much, John. Nice to be here today. It's it's nice to have you with us, as always. Let's start with the, the top of the ticket, and let's talk a little bit about, you know, what folks are seeing uh, on the mayor's ballot and, and you know, what, what your thoughts are. And, and I actually, let me kind of preface this with, talk about voter turnout because voter turnout is kind of what we expect in that a lot of it's been Democrats so far, but it's not something we can't overcome as long as people turn out, right? Correct. And, it, and, it, and the numbers are pretty um, interesting. So typically 10% of the voters will vote in the primary, which for us in Wichita and the mayor's race will be 24,000 voters. As of Wednesday, Democrats and unaffiliated had over nine, had close to 9,500 votes, and Republicans were only at 4,200. So we're like halfway to what the total should be, and the Democrats and unaffiliated are more than double Republicans. Yes, we know Republicans vote, tend to vote on later. They like to vote on Election Day. But people have to get out to vote. Republicans, you have to get out there. Take all your friends. Take everybody, because— these numbers are kind of shocking when you look at them. We have to get out there and we have to vote. We're, we're far behind right now. Yeah, and I mean, I'm one of those. I My parents, I know, before they passed away, they, they did the mail-in because it was more convenient for them. But I'm a, I'm a same day. I'm an election day voter. My, you know, I like to go in on election day and, you know, obviously we're not pulling the lever anymore. But I just like to do that on election day. And I think, by and large, Republicans are. But you're right. We are behind, and I think one of the reasons we're behind is because Democrats are once again at some of their old games. There was an article in the Wichita Eagle today that talked about the Free State Committee, which is a nonprofit corporation formed in early June by Mayor Whipple's friend, uh, an ad astra Democrat political strategist named Levi Henry. And this guy is a radical Democrat. And they sent out mailers, not mentioning any candidate, which which is malarkey, but whatever. So they sent out mailers uh, encouraging people to get out and vote. Obviously, they were targeting Democrats. Obviously, they were hoping to, to get Democrat voters out. Here's the catch here, though. That mailer, they say, Levi, or excuse me, uh, Levi, Levi Henry says that it was completely unrelated to any campaign. It was completely fair. Henry said Free State Committee's mailer was completely separate from the work of his political consulting business at Astra Agency. But that business was paid $3,300 on the 11th of July by Wichita's Futures PAC, a political action committee controlled by none other than Chelsea Clinton, the mayor's wife. I mean, it's this is so corrupt, so blatant what they're doing that the mayor's wife is using PAC money to help this organization send get-out-the-vote mailers, and it's just, you know, it's not even seven degrees of separation. It's three degrees of separation, which is why, going back to what you said, Republicans, our only way to counter this stuff is to get out and vote on Tuesday. Correct. And they can vote. The last day to early vote is Monday at the election office up till noon. If you don't make it then, you've got to go on Tuesday. It's supposed to be very hot next week, but you have to do it. We have got to get out there and we have to vote. Yeah, we can't get discouraged. I think that's, you know, and we can't be overconfident either. 
I know a lot of people are saying, oh, well, some candidates have raised a lot of money or so-and-so, you know, Brandon Whipple's unpopular, and he is. Brandon Whipple, you know, he's not been doing much, and he really hasn't. It doesn't matter. If we get complacent, that's how we lose these elections. So we can't afford to do that either. And and I, I just think, you know, and, and this comes down ballot as well. I mean, we've got not only the city council race where you've got one contested race over in my city council seat, that's District 4, but you've also got these school board races that are very important too. Correct. So on the ballot on Tuesday, there will be, there's in Cedric County, we only have four races, the mayor's race. We've got your district four for city council. Um, we've got the at-large school board seat in Wichita. And then in Cheney, they have their school board has a primary also. So those are the four races that will be on ballot on Tuesday. And I understand from, oh, by the way, we're talking with Deb Lucia, chair of the Sedgwick County Republican Party. I understand that there's been some concerns because of redistricting. There have been some confusion with folks who, you know, maybe they were drawn out. And so now they've got a different polling place or they used to vote in one area. They don't anymore. Can you speak to that a little bit? Sure. We've been getting so for everybody, if you're going to go vote, you want to check the ballot ahead of time. You can do this for every single election. Um, so I just want to do this, start with this. The Secretary of State has a website. You go to voteks.org. It takes you to the Kansas Secretary of State, and then you go to Voter View. You type in your – it asks your name and birthday, and then it will give you your sample ballot. It's been confusing because of the mayor's race in particular – well, other races, too. Because of the redistricting, some people ha- are now in different districts that they thought they were going to be voting for – for example, maybe the city council district four. So we've been getting phone calls. I've been getting phone calls from people who said, hey, I went to vote. And they said, I'm not voting for a mayor this year. But they thought they voted in the past. So there's, it's just check it ahead of time so you know what you're voting for. And again, that's voteks.org, voter view. There has been a lot of redistricting. Precincts have changed. The you know, division has changed of, of, of where people sit now in, within different city council seats and mayors and those types of things. So just make sure you check and you know before you go. Yeah, I, as you know, I sat on that city Wichita precinct redrawing, and I th- we, there were a few precincts that were redrawn, and you know, Becky Tuttle, I know, had some redrawing. And so there are some districts that may be different, and people may want to check that. That's a good good idea. If there are if there are folks who have questions, you know, hey, who's the conservative candidate? Who is the – obviously, you can't, as chair of the party – you can't weigh in on these primaries, but if they, you know, if they're interested, they can always go to some of the organizations, right? They can, you know, re- reach out to Kansans for Life, reach out to some of these organizations that score candidates, and reach out to them or, or you know, people that you know and trust. There are ways to vet or contact the candidates themselves, ask questions. I all month long I've been encouraging my listeners to vet their candidates because just because they have an R or a D or, or no identification behind their name, they do need to vet their candidates to make sure that they share the values that, that, you know, that, that the voter has, correct? That's correct. And, and we cannot tell you who to vote for, obviously. Obviously, yeah. Uh, We can't do that. But what we have done is we do have a sheet and if somebody wants it, they can email me and I'll send it to you of who all the Republican candidates are and if they have a Facebook or website, it's included. And we could send that out to you. You could see who everybody is. You could go to their Facebook page, their website, and see what they have to say. 
So that I can send out to you, and that's just send me an email at scrpchairman at gmail.com, and that stands for Cedric County Republican Party, scrpchairman at gmail.com. I'll send you the list so that you have it. Well, and again, and, that's – go well, ahead. No, I was just going to say, and immediately after Tuesday, we've got to gear up for the general regardless. So that's yeah. – the next thing is they need to go to sedgwick.gop and volunteer and get ready because – Tuesdays, that's round one, folks. Then we got then it, that's like that's like just intro. That that's just the introduction. Then the real fun begins because then we've got to gear up to take on whomever the the Democrats run against these candidates when we get to the general. And that's like I said, that's when the real fun begins. That's right. And 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 again, people don't realize how many there are over a hundred and forty different positions in Central County that will be on the general ballot. So for the primary in Cedric County, we only have four races, which is, you know, a small number. But come to the general, there's a whole bunch of races. Now, some of them are uncontested. Um, we did really good maze. All of the school board seats, uh, those, none of those are contested. And those are all um, Republicans, conservatives that got put on those that, you know, are on the ballot and will be. So we've done really well there. Um, coming up on Tuesday, Cheney School Board has 13 people. All of them are Republican. Vote for four of them for the at-large Cheney School Board. So, but there's so there's but there's a lot of things that will be on the ballot come the generals that are not there right now in the primary. And we'll do the best on this show to bring you information on these candidates. Once we get into the general, we'll have more candidates on, and we'll do our best. Deb, I appreciate you as always. I'm sure we'll have you on here in a couple of weeks when it's time to talk about the next monthly meeting. But in the meantime, again, it's Sedgwick.gop and try and stay cool this week. All right. Right. And everybody, please go out and vote on yes. Tuesday, Monday morning or Tuesday. Amen. So thank you very much. I appreciate you, thank Deb. You, we'll be taking your calls at 745. But coming up after the break, Brittany Jones from Kansas Family Voice will join us to discuss the dangers and due process violations of child sex change surgeries. Our studio lines are open, 869-1330. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Imagine it's the last ride, but your symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBS-C are taking you for a ride. What should you do? Keep managing your constipation with belly pain the same old way? Or try getting ahead of your symptoms by talking to your doctor about treating it with Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and Call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4 slash joy. Through Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash joy. That's 4 slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. I'm attorney Tyler Patterson. A car wreck never happens at a convenient time. If you're hurt in a wreck over the weekend, don't wait for Monday to get the help you need now. Seek medical help right away and then call us. I'm attorney Gary Patterson. At Patterson Legal Group, we're your 24-7 injury attorneys. We are available anytime to get you the help you need, so don't wait for Monday. Call Patterson Legal Group right away, and we'll get working on your case immediately. Brought to you by Rusty Eck Ford. What it is, this is Tyrus from Fox News, and you're listening to The John Whitmer Show. Live Sunday nights, this is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wake Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Want to remind you, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. You'll find podcast links to all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and follow The John Whitmer Show on Facebook. And follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. Of course, give us a call. Studio lines are open, 316-869-1330. We'd love to hear from you. Well, earlier this week, the House Judiciary Committee held hearings on the dangers and due process violations of gender-affirming care for children. The hearings were designed to examine and expose how children are being coerced by adults in positions of authority 
into life-altering and medically questionable gender transitioning procedures without full understanding of the meaning or impact. The Democrats, of course, were predictably unhinged, but there were some moments that were, frankly, difficult to watch. My name is Chloe Cole, and I'm a detransitioner. Another way to put that would be, I used to believe that I was born in the wrong body, and the adults in my life, whom I trusted, affirmed my belief, and this caused me lifelong irreversible harm. I speak to you today as a victim of one of the biggest medical scandals in the history of the United States of America. I speak to you in the hope that you will have the courage to bring the scandal to an end and ensure that other vulnerable teenagers, children, and young adults don't go through what I went through. At the age of 12, I began to experience what my medical team would later diagnose as gender dysphoria. I was well into an early puberty, and I was very uncomfortable with the changes that were happening to my body. I was intimidated by male attention, and when I told my parents that I felt like a boy, in retrospect, all I meant was that I hated puberty, that I wanted this newfound sexual attention to go away, that I looked up to my brothers a little bit more than I did to my sisters. I came out as transgender in a letter I sent on the dining room table. My parents were immediately concerned. They felt like they needed to get outside help from medical professionals, but this proved to be a mistake. It immediately set our entire family down a path of ideologically motivated deceit and coercion. The gender specialist I was taken to told my parents that I needed to be put on puberty-blocking drugs right away. They asked my parents a simple question. Would you rather have a dead daughter or a living transgender son? The choice was enough for my parents to let their guard down, and in retrospect, I can't blame them. This is the moment that we all became victims of so-called gender-affirming care. With us now to discuss the hearings and the dangers of this type of care for children is Brittany Jones from Kansas Family Voice. Brittany, thank you for joining us this evening. I appreciate you taking the time to come on. Yeah, thanks for having me, John. I appreciate you having me on tonight. This um, it, it's a it's a tough topic. This was gut wrenching yeah. testimony from Chloe Cole. She was a 19 year old female who detransitioned after receiving this uh, gender affirming care as a child. Her her story, mm-hmm. Brittany, is a is a tragic one, but it's it's sadly all too common these days, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, and we've had the honor of hosting Chloe in Kansas, and she told her story um, to a the Senate Health and Human Services Committee um, just I think in March. Um, and I can tell you, I mean, there was not a dry eye hardly in the room when she shared her story. Um, I can tell you personally, it deeply impacted me. Um, you know, I deal with these things from a you know, almost a clinical uh, understanding the majority of the time, uh, but seeing Chloe and another detransitioner, uh, Prisha, share their stories. Um, and you just really realize, especially um, as a young woman, how if I had grown up 10 years later, that could have been me. Um, it is a horribly uh, sad and aggressive movement um, that, you know, 10, 15 years ago, it was anorexia or um, even, you know, teenage pregnancy, kind of these social things, you know, teenagers wrestled with. Uh, But now they're being pushed to chemically and surgically alter their bodies. And it's not just happening in California. It's not just happening in other states. It's happening in Kansas. Uh, And that Senate hearing from this past spring really highlighted that. Um, And I loved seeing Chloe share that story. Uh, on a national stage um, in this hearing this week. You know, it was 
I was surprised as I watched the hearing. I wasn't surprised. I was shocked at how the mm-hmm. how the Democrats responded. She went on to describe <laughs> the side effects of yeah. the unintended consequences of this quote unquote gender affirming care. And and I will caution my listeners the this this segment of testimonies that we're about to play may be a little difficult for some of you to hear. I was fast tracked onto puberty blockers and then testosterone. The resulting menopausal like hot flashes made focusing on school impossible. I still get joint pains and weird pops in my back. But they were far worse when I was on the blockers. A month later, when I was thirteen, I had my first testosterone injection. It's caused permanent changes to my body. My voice will forever be deeper, my jawline sharper, my nose longer, my bone structure um, permanently masculinized, my Adam's apple more prominent, my fertility unknown. I look in the mirror sometimes and I feel like a monster. I had a double mastectomy at 15. They tested my amputated breast for cancer. And I was cancer free, of course. I was perfectly healthy. There was nothing wrong with my still developing body or my breasts, other than that, as an insecure teenage girl, I felt awkward about it. After my breasts were taken away from me, before I was able to legally drive, I had a huge part of my future womanhood taken from me. I will never be able to breastfeed. I struggle to look at myself in the mirror at times. I still struggle to this day with sexual dysfunction. And I have massive scars across my chest. And the skin grafts that they use, that they took of my nipples, are weeping fluid today. And they were grafted into a more masculine positioning, they said. After surgery, my grades in school plummeted. Everything that I went through did nothing to address my underlying mental health issues that I had. And my doctors, with their theories on gender, thought that all my problems would go away as soon as I was surgically transformed into something that vaguely resembled a boy. Their theories were wrong. The drugs and surgeries changed my body, but they did not and could not change the basic reality that I am and forever will be a female. You know... Brittany, how how is this not medical malpractice or mm. or, or or more so child abuse? I, I just don't understand that. Yeah, well, we tried to make it medical malpractice in Kansas, and they've done so in Missouri. Um, but they cloak it in this gender ideology, and they tell parents that would you rather have a dead daughter or a live son, uh, which they can never make a girl, a boy, as was pointed on the right. hearing, and they can never right. make, but they claim those things. They claim that that's what they're doing. Um, and so they scare parents into uh, submitting their kids uh, to these horrific procedures. And I won't go into detail about some of the things they do to these kids, but they're awful, awful procedures. They're harmful to these children's bodies. And quite frankly, they're experimental and they'll admit they're experimental. Um, and it is just outrageous to me and to sit there and watch that hearing this week um, where one of the opponents, um, a promoter of um, these sort of procedures, told Chloe that her experience is part of the 2%. That's not true. There are more and more stories coming out about how harmful these procedures are to kids, um, and they don't even really know how they're going to impact them in the long run uh, because they're so new. Right. Right. Well, and by the way, we're talking with Brittany Jones from Kansas Family Voice. And in listening to the testimony before Congress, Democrats argue that Republicans and parents who deny this gender transitioning and gender affirming care were ignoring the wishes of the child. And, you know, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, 
They're minors. They're they're yeah. not even they're not capable of making these yep. kinds of decisions. And it reminds me of the story that I read in the Kansas City Star of this four year old that that one day decided that she wanted to be a he and the parents agreed. And so they they mm-hmm. transitioned he, her to a him or him to a her. I can't remember which it was. And uh, Brittany, at four, you know, they want to be a fireman yeah. or a space alien. It doesn't mean right. that you that parents should launch their kids into space. I mean, it's correct <laughs> that you don't know what you are at four years old. Right. And that that's I mean, that point was made very clearly during the hearing. Parents jobs are to raise their children and to direct their upbringing. Like they have that right, that responsibility. It's a high calling. It's a high duty. Um, And, you know, now Democrats want to claim, oh, we care about parental rights because we think we can manipulate these parents into hurting their children, basically. Um, And so all of a sudden they're big advocates of parental rights, but they're, they're missing the whole component that parental rights are not absolute. If you're harming your child, if right. they're cutting off healthy body parts, you can't do that. <laughs> like, we're not going to use parental rights to cover for that, especially when you're talking about a young child who has, they don't, even Chloe, who was 13, she didn't realize the implications of the surgery she was no. submitting to. She, you, when you are going through puberty, you're dealing with all sorts of new hormones and emotions and new things are happening and your brain cannot process all of that. You have no idea what the implications are. And so it's outrageous for people to claim that it's okay for children to do this. And then it is disgusting for them to try to use manipulative ideology and talk about suicide uh, when you're t- dealing with these kids. Chloe even said she wasn't suicidal before uh her surgeries and before uh, these procedures, but she was after. And I'm sorry, that story needs to get out more, and people need to stop shaming and manipulating parents into harming their kids. Right. Well, that's. I think that's part of it. I still am flabbergasted that any parent would listen to their their minor child. And I mean, at some point, part of parent part of parenting is saying <laughs> no. You know, you are not allowed to have ice right. cream. At Thank you. Yes. 9 a.m. <laughs> you know, what, what happens when a kid says, I want to go drive a truck at 12? No, I'm sorry. You can't no. drive a truck. It's, this it's, is so... it's a parent's job to set boundaries Thank you. and teach their child right and wrong. You know, and sometimes that means saying no well, and, <laughs> and you telling know, them, no, you're a girl or you're a boy. Thank you. Thank you. How many of these parents, if I had a 12-year-old that wanted to fire an Uzi would, and I said it was okay, I guarantee you they'd object to that. I mean, you yep. know, it's I, I, the whole thing. And then, you know, let's flip this. Again, to the medical practitioners, I, I don't understand how they can even ethically perform such procedures. Uh, you're 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 removing this healthy. Uh, that's I know it's a, just a it's whole shocking. separate issue here. It's absolutely shocking, and we have medical practitioners in Kansas who are doing this. They testified um, in committees about the procedures they're doing. Um, and in fact, one of them came, has come up to me twice now and has told me that I need to go do more research because I don't know what I'm talking about yeah. um, because I want to protect kids, <laughs> which I'm like, uh, you're the one that's removing healthy body parts and giving them the wrong hormones. Uh, let's talk about like who's harming kids. Uh, but it is absolutely shocking. Um, you know, that's why the whole movement do no harm has gotten started, because they literally take an oath that they're not supposed to harm anyone, much less children. Um, and so. Uh, that is what we're fighting for, right? We're we're fighting to 
take back some of these medical communities that have caved to the radical left and have caved to the LGBTQ ideology. And there are members of these communities at these medical communities who are starting to push back and to stand up for these kids. Well, and, you know, sadly, we're the ones that are being called phobics and bigots and all the other because because uh, our resistance to this type of procedures. But if folks are interested, if they want more information, if they want to volunteer to help organizations like yours that are defending against this type of radicalism, they can find you. It's again, it's Kansas Family Voice and they can find you at KansasFamilyVoice.com, correct? Yes, and we're on Instagram and Facebook. We're also on Twitter some. Um, so would love to help get people engaged in this. Talk to your legislators about this um, because this needs to be a big push in the next year uh, because it's not something we can wait until we have a bunch of Chloe's um, that are trying to detransition in Kansas. We need to get in front of this now. I agree. And, and again, this is another one that Laura Kelly will veto every every chance she gets. Absolutely, so, she will. <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciate you, Brittany. Thank you again for joining us. And uh, have a have a good week coming up. Stay cool, all right? Thank you. You too, John. We'll take a quick break, and I want to hear from you. Our studio lines are open, 316-869-1330. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. Where can you get the best pizza, pasta, hoagies, and salads? Pizza John's in Derby. Since 1969, families have been dining at Pizza John's. Stop in at 208 South Baltimore Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. or order online. Pizza John's, purveyors of round meals and flat snacks. Steve and Ted Mornings. Police say Jamie Major, 39-year-old assistant manager, took fries out of the trash can. Oh, no. Then dumped them on top of the fresh fries before serving oh, no. customers. Major was arrested, charged with the felony malicious tampering with human food, which carries a potential sentence of up to 20 years in prison. And we probably don't want to know how many times in our oh, lives we've eaten fries as a floor. Scooped off this. Yeah. Yeah. We do not want to know that. Steve and Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330. KNSS. The late Stevie Ray Vaughan on Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton was a real big influence on many people, including the people that he learned from. And he's certainly been a big influence on me and probably every other guitar player in my generation and later. The guy definitely is a genius. Join us as we premiere for an hour an amazing, sprawling collection of live performances from the Royal Albert Hall. It's Eric Clapton, the definitive 24 nights, all access. Join us for this one-hour special on KNSS, Eric Clapton, the definitive 24 nights. Sunday night, August 6th at 6 p.m., right here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. This is the Sean Hannity Show. He's running on Bidenomics. Well, you need $1,000 in today's money to buy what you could buy for $862 when Biden took off. Things were getting more expensive, more expensive. I know, at a slower rate than the previous year when inflation was soaring and Biden inflation, what, it hit 16%. Food prices, you know, 19%. Price of gasoline up a buck fifty on average now. Sean Hannity, afternoons at 2 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. This is the Sean Hannity Show. Creepy Joe, you know, just inappropriately sniffing girls, young girls' hair and sniffing and touching. And just you look at these girls cringing because it's cringeworthy. It's so creepy. So here he is nibbling 
on a little girl at the airport in Finland. It's just so strange. It's so bizarre. It's so creepy. And there's just too many examples of it. Sean Hannity, afternoons at 2 on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Information. The candidates. Ukraine. Bidenomics. Without a test. Trump legal troubles. Supreme Court backlash. Hunter Biden. Get schooled this summer. It's a well-rounded education. Stay informed all summer. On 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. This is Carrie Lake, and you're listening to The John Whitmer Show on KNSS. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Well, from breaking news to severe weather updates, KNSS is always here from you. So tell your legislators to keep AM radio in vehicles now and do so by texting AM to 52886 and tell Congress to keep AM in cars. And while you're at it, Make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. Of course, give us a call. Our studio lines are open. 316-869-1330. I'd love to hear from you. Terry, you're on the John Whitmer Show. Thank you for sticking around. Okay, John. Real briefly, I was curious if you knew personally uh, of the two treasures, David Harris or Bill Pickert, that are for um, two of the candidates there. And have they been involved previously with others politically? And which candidate might be a little bit more conservative in your view? You know, I don't know. um, I don't know either of them personally. I've met both of them. Bill Pickard, they're both entrepreneurs. Uh, Bill Pickard's Pretty well-known businessman. Uh, so is David Harris. I, I think David Harris comes from a media background, which makes sense. Brian Fry came from a, a business background or a media background as well. I've known him for a long time because my brother was in media. So I've known Brian a long time. Uh, ironically, Lily Wu came from a media background as, as well. Uh, Bill Pickert, they're both, both of the gentlemen, both of the treasurers are conservative businessmen. If that's worth okay. anything, and frankly, I would be content with either of them. I don't think I don't think we could go wrong with either uh, Wu or Fry. Um, that's one race I'm staying out of. Other than to say, I would be content with either of those two. Uh, and and I, from what the polling that I've seen, they're you know they're in the top, you know, two or three. Um, I, I I I like Celeste Reset. She's very personable, but I don't vote for Democrats. So. <laughs> I just were you concerned? Were you concerned at all about some of the amount of PAC money involved at this no, point, or did not you expect that? No, I mean not it's well, that that's the game. You need money to run. Um, you know, if if we don't want PACs and donations in politics, then we need to change the way our elections are funded. If we want to, we can go to a system where taxpayer money funds a, a campaigns, and if you file for office, you get a check from the state, and that's all you get to run on. Um, but you know, that's not the way our political system runs. And unfortunately, this is how our, our system works. And, you know, I've been a, obviously I've been an office holder. I know how to raise money as a candidate and I've worked for 
state, federal, and local campaigns, and you know you got to have money to run. I, I will say, both Lily Wu and Brian Fry, they had impressive fundraising numbers. Uh, Brandon Whipple has deceptively impressive fundraising numbers because all of his money's going into his wife's pack. And mm-hmm. so it's hard to know, at least with, uh, for example, with, you know, the Americans for Prosperity supporting Lily Wu, at least they're being transparent about it. So, uh, you, but no, I don't have an issue. You think it'd be a real close race from what you can see? I think a pot, if Brandon Whipple makes it to the general, I think a potted plant would beat him. I think the only reason he won the last time around is because there were three candidates, which is why. And by the way, coming up here at eight o'clock, we're going to have Lily Wu on the show. And I'm going to ask her again about will she recommit to not running as a third party candidate? The only reason Brandon Whipple won the first time around is because Lindy Wells was on the ballot. Had it been had it been Whipple versus Longwell, Jeff Longwell would have won. But that's true. You know, there was a third candidate and it split the vote. So I think yeah. if it's Whipple versus anyone, Whipple loses. I just hope I Whipple's see. not in there. I, I would I think it'd be absolutely freaking hilarious if Brandon mm-hmm. Whipple doesn't even make the final two. I, I would I would mm-hmm. I, I will take my show producer Andrew out and buy him the first <laughs> round of beers and we will have a good uh-huh. hearty laugh at it. <laughs> Well, it looks like we'll both be voting Tuesday to make a difference. So yes. that's all we can do. Terry, I appreciate you, brother. Uh, you know, pre- appreciate you listening. And, yeah, make sure you vote. That's the key, folks. That oh, is the key. Always. That is the key. Always. Thank you, brother. Thank you for listening. You know, it's – and, folks, this is why. This is why Deb Lucia said we got to go vote. This is why I've been saying for a month now, don't take anything for granted. Get out there and vote. And, you know, get out there and vote for a candidate that's likely to actually – you know, make it. But gosh, don't vote for Brandon Whipple. Please, please don't vote for Brad. If I'm begging you, <laughs> my, my listeners aren't likely to do that. But let me rephrase that. Don't vote for a Democrat or a former Democrat or a light Democrat. Just don't vote Democrat. If you do, that can be cured through prayer. We'll take a quick break. And when we come back, Lily Wu will join us. You're listening to John Whitmer show. We'll be back after this. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.